Welcome back to another episode of the Purple Pill Podcast. Welcome back to another I'm episode your host, Rob. Yeah. This is my co-host, Darren, and this is my other co-host, LA. How you guys been? Been a good day, man. Been a good day. Celebrated the birthday this weekend. It was fantastic. Yeah, he went to a, a murder mystery dinner. He did not solve oh. the murder mystery. You, oh, you got to tell us about that. I, I, I love those type of things. Tell us about that. How did that go? <laughs> I mean, it was bad. Like this murder mystery thing happened, and then at the end they give you like seven minutes to like write down who you think did it and for the prize. And there was just so much that happened. And like the person who I thought did it did it, but I didn't know their name. So like, like I wrote down their email because I knew what the email address of the person was because we had like clues and shit. But at the end, they they like they they told people that whoever wrote the emails and stuff down like that doesn't count. You need to know their name. We said their name. You should know the name. I'm like, but I don't, bitch. <laughs> if I knew the name, I would have said it. But somebody remembered the name and they won. Yes. And that's how they want to free them. That was fun, though. Uh, that does sound fun. All right. Everybody, cool. everybody was engaged. We got to dress up. We got different names. We are all, we're all different people for the night. We had our own like little side stories. I decided to disregard mine. I wrote my name as Yoshi, and I told them I was an Uber driver. I drove Italian men around all night. And we did most people didn't most people didn't get it, but the people who did get it, they knew what level was what. That's funny as fuck. Darren, do you get it? I would have known that she wasn't the person that did it. I would have been like, there's no way they wouldn't name this character Yoshi. (laughs) If you know, you know, but I had fun. It was a good time. But Sari was Francois. I think he was he was a barber or something, something crazy. Uh, but it was funny. <laughs> one one little part that I'll share, because they say we're not supposed to share it with people, but I forget the name of it, but if you're in Columbus, the Hilton, they have a murder mystery, look the shit out. Pretty dope. Uh, but you, they were looking for, like, people in the crowd to be like, oh, you know, did you do it? They were questioning people as a part of the storyline. And so, you know, they have actors sprinkled throughout the crowd as well. Like, you don't know who's an actor and who's not, right? And so, like, they're talking to some people. They go to, like, another table. Like, they have, like, 20-minute skits in between meals that they serve you. Like, like your first tray, your entree, your dessert. They'll, and they'll have, like, skits for the play in between and so they were talking to this one person. She's like eating her meal and she's like, okay, like I'm trying to eat, like it's fine. And then like she gets mad and like she breaks her fucking uh, glass on the table. She's like, I'm tired of this shit. And bro, Derek, I stood up like, hey. <laughs> but it's part of the fucking play, bro. Like, <laughs> I was like, hey. And like they kept going, she's like, I'm talking. And like she leaves, and like the lights flicker, and like you hear the gunshot. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it was lit. It was a good time. Bro, character like a motherfucker. <laughs> right? Like if if they told me <laughs> to stay quiet during that scene, I would have got fired. Hey. Calm down. <laughs> you gonna walk off and get shot. And it's funny because like when when we were talking <laughs> we were talking to other people whatnot around it and they're like, Do you know anything about the about what's happening? Like they're like, You've been very vocal. I'm like, Y'all not scared? There's a murderer in the room. <laughs> this shit might be real. <laughs> we don't know what's really happening. <laughs> I'm like, they fed us, but I ain't eat that chicken. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I came back hungry. Stop by, stop by fast food before you left. Before you came back home, I had to check for Ray before I came. You had to make sure everybody else's food was good. Oh man, that's funny. It was, it was dope. I highly recommend it if you haven't gone. It's it's family friendly. They got a cash bar if you drink. So you know, 
It's nice. What you been up to, Darren? Um, same old saying. Uh, you know, same old saying. Trying to figure out everything, and uh, what I what I figure out. Uh, just staying calm, cool, and collecting my thoughts. All right, bet. I'm new catchphrase. Well, we do have a Bible verse for the for this episode. Um, our Bible verse for this episode is going to be, for what use it to gain, for what use it to gain all the wealth and power of this world, with everything it could offer you, at the cost of your own life. Mark eight thirty six. Hold on. Yeah, I don't think that's how it goes either. Like I don't know if LA was saying that exact same thing. That I'm thinking. I don't know if it goes like that. Mark eight thirty six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ex Bible study uh, Sunday school teacher, sir. That sounds interesting, but the NIV translation that most people, I think, will understand better states: What good is it for someone to gain the world, yet forfeit their soul? Yeah. That's yeah. I think you're reading the King James version. That's for. That's for grandparents. We don't need to. We don't need to think that hard. Grandparents, man. I don't know no grandparents that's getting that. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry. what you think makes Bible study last so long. They gotta figure that's, out what the shit means. That shit's for pilgrims. But no, NIV's definitely the way to go. Yeah, this is TPT. Was that the Tyler Perry version? Oh shit! Put it on NIV. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Oh my god! You know, nobody understood that. Put it on. So Tyler Perry trilogy. So I, I didn't know we're doing Bible studies and Bible verses now. This is nice. So what does Mark eight thirty six what is what are we resonating with Mark eight thirty six with? Uh Darren chose uh, it, so I want you to start. Oh he just, Darren. Yeah. Okay. He just came down he just came downstairs and said, Hey, what's the one background wanna be? I said make it a scripture. And I came up with this one. Um What made this one pop up? Uh an old friend of of mine got tattooed on just i just remind it just reminded me of it um the bible yeah, verse or the scripture the bible like the scripture name and number or the verse name and number but you got a world like around it or a world on it long story but i don't know i don't know i don't know it just came to my head it's something that uh, i think people can always resonate with not to ever think that you can uh take Anything on this world with you, so don't um, jeopardize your soul in the process. Yeah, that's that's good. That's really good. What's Mark eight thirty six speak to you about? Not to make it sound like Sunday school, but you said it's right. yeah, right. Um, so when I first found it and read it, um, all what I kept thinking is. Uh, the what really stuck was don't sell your soul, um, and I just I, I don't know I think it just means in general for life, um, don't sell who you are to try to become something you're not. Uh, if you, I think you can get there without selling your soul. Uh, we should do Bible be, verses more often. What'd you say? I said we should do these more often. Get the critical thinking juices flowing before every episode. I like this. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't always re- relate it back to hip hop. Uh, to somebody like uh, somebody easy like six nine six nine sold his soul for fame. Yeah. So it's like, it's like if you're very if you're really a talented artist, you could have did that whole thing exactly the same way and didn't have to sell his soul to do it. I would argue a lot of artists are doing that nowadays. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. not no not in like the Illuminati way, but not even in six nine way. But in, you're trying to put on this act, and then it's going to get you in trouble. But you're okay with it because it's going to get you more sales. Or, mm-hmm. And I'm just not. I'm not with that. Yeah, like, yeah. You asked us. 
What's it mean? What, how does it resonate with you? Well, I mean, like you guys said, don't 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 get too attached to worldly possessions and pleasures because you can't take it with you at the end of the day, right? But at the same time, it's also to remind people, like, yes, we are here in the physical, but there's an earth real, you know? There, There is afterlife. You have to be cognizant of your actions here have impact on other people. Not necessarily afterlife being heaven or hell, but after your life, there are other things here. So if you, I don't know, you rule the world and you make everything comfortable for you and you know there's millions of people suffering in the world yes you had a great time on earth when you die and you leave what what have you forfeited you know, it's also it's also just to remind you you know yes it's good to have strides and, amb and ambitions but if you gain everything and lose what's most important which is your humanity you know your love for others, as Jesus always preached love first. What what was it? How oh, I see it. It's def Mark's definitely full of heavy hitters. Mark, Luke, all of these are full of heavy hitters. Let me tell you right now. Mark, next time I'm gonna pick the one that's tattooed on me and see how y'all choose that one. How y'all choose to digest that one? I think that's good. All right, so let's go ahead and get into our topics. There's a couple different things um, that we got to talk about today and get through. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about, because I know you guys have been talking about this shit heavy for the past couple months. Um, I wanted you guys to, what's your thoughts on Joe Biden and the student loan forgiveness? Joe um, Beasy. And I also want Joe you guys to kind of explain, explain to our audience and maybe our international audience what exactly happened. Um, we've been talking about this for so long in the podcast at this point. Uh, probably this probably dates back to like uh, episode five or something like that. Sorry about this. Um, so we explaining it first. Yeah, explain it. Explain it for people first. Uh, student loans is a major crutch for everybody in America. A lot of people in America that went to college for multiple reasons, but the main reason that they are just outrageously uh, expensive. They push school on most of the people, which is not terrible. School is not a bad thing, of course, but some people who had no business going to college in the sense that they just um, wasn't for college. That makes sense. Uh, either way, a lot of people went into debt and it's something that's holding the American financial, uh, how do I put this y'all? It's holding Americans back from financial freedom. Is that the best way of putting it? That is one of the ways to put it. Okay. It's, it's doing that in some sense. So, uh, Joe Biden and the administration finally came out with uh, their cutting down from right 20,000 for one of the loans. I can't remember all, of the, all the details off the top of my head, but one of the loans is getting cut down from 20,000. click the link in the chat, it'll pop up. Sure. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, you good. But this is what they've started to do. So President Joe Beasy and Vice President Kamala Harris and the U.S. Department of Education announced their three-part plan to help working and middle-class federal student loan borrowers transition back into regular payments as pandemic-related support expires. Loan forgiveness of up to $20,000. That's four or $5,000 payments on your loan. Ladies and gentlemen, four or $5,000 payments, or if you want to think about it, $10,000, dollars payments. Many borrowers and families may be asking themselves, what do I do to claim the relief? This page is a resource to answer those questions. This page is studentaid.gov slash debt-relief-announcement-announcement. Uh, you can go through it, but we're just going to skim through. Part one, they're extending the loan repayment pause. I believe it is up till January or December 31st, 2022. So the first of next year, y'all better get ready to start paying these loans back. 
when I say y'all, that is me included. I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Part two, providing targeted debt relief to low and middle class income families. So this is unfortunately for people individually who file individually, you have to make under 125K a year. Uh, we're not 100% sure where this limit is being drawn from. If it's from your 2019 taxes, 2020 taxes, 2021 taxes, but hopefully if you're underneath that range, at some point you can use that one. More details coming, I assume. Married couples, 250K. Uh, if you received a Pell Grant in college and meet the income threshold, you are eligible for $20,000 in debt cancellation, not consolidation, not rollover, any other type of word, cancellation. It is gone. They press backspace on the fucking keyboard 13 times. Um, if you did not receive a Pell Grant, so that's FAFSA, uh, all your, what you would call it, your, uh, what they call them, the quick loans, what they call them, uh, uh, unsubsidized loans and whatnot. So those are Pell Grants. You get up to $20,000. Again, it's two $2,000 payments. Or ten two thousand dollar payments for those of y'all who double dipped and got two unsubsidized and got that extra grand for that refund. You got a couple of those covered. Um, but if you did not, you get ten thousand dollars. So that is for uh, like this. I think uh, those who didn't get just like regular FAFSA, but they got some other type of government aid. Um, but Pell Grant does include the uh, Parent Plus loan. I read that as well, so you're good. I don't know how it stacks, like if your parent has a Parent PLUS loan because they went to school, and then they have one for you, like how that all works, but this is the general information here that we have. So they say you don't really have to do anything to get involved if you've already had a payment plan situated with them that was income-driven. If you do not have a payment plan set up with them, if you're in default forfeiture or whatever it is, definitely recommend you setting up one, paying whatever you owe back, because this twenty thousand dollars that wipes that is coming out might even just put you in the clear. You might owe cents, so might as well get it done, clear your credit up, open up new doors for yourself. But going forward, they're going to uh, make try to make things more streamlined and manageable. I think this is a forward. It shows a light at the end of the tunnel for some people who saw only darkness. And I am for this plan so far. In uh, part three? There is, but I mean, that's that's not really um, a big deal. Right? It is. Um, for the future, not for the people that's already done with school. Um, so, Rob, what's your what's your thoughts on it? I think it's a, I think from the the liberal in me says I think this is a good thing. Um, it's good for the banks. I'm not for the banks. It's good for the American people. Uh, because you guys remember when all the banks got bailed out. I think the American people need to be bailed out more, especially before banks and things like that. Um, so I th it sounds like a good thing to me. But I don't have student loan debt, so I don't know. It doesn't really affect me. That's fair. And that's a blessed thing to say, Rob. That is yeah, a blessed I, I only did a, a semester of college, and I paid out of pocket. So. Blessed. Glad you were able to figure it out. All I figured out I, was, was I, I, I didn't like college. That's what, that's what I figured out quick. If it works for you, man. I, I did the whole college thing. I, I got me a couple. I did me a couple, a couple days there. Uh, I, I, I racked up a little bit of a debt. I paid out of pocket a couple semesters. So I mean, I paid down my debts when I was out of school a little. And then COVID happened, and they're like, you don't have to pay it back. So I stopped paying that shit. <laughs> but this 20K coming off, yeah, fuck it. I'll probably pay it more aggressively now, here. 
get the shit out my way now. Instead of it being, I don't know, $28,000 after pay, I just have to pay $8,000. Here you go. Get, get, a, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> is there interest on this loan as well? Hell yeah, there's interest on is this. Is it loan. like crazy interest? I mean, my interest was what, like, I was paying like 150 bucks interest every month. So, I mean, it, it adds up over a grand a year. And my, like I said, my student loans aren't crazy. So, I can imagine someone who became a fucking doctor and has $100,000 in student loans. Like, <laughs> I was actually talking to a friend yesterday with uh, private loans too. Ooh, like, private loans are not covered by this, by yeah. the way. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure all of mine are public, so or all you know federal, you know whatever. But I just felt kind of felt for him in that sense, like. That's shitty. A lot of people during COVID were were were. I don't want to say convinced, but they the idea was supported heavily that people should now that refinancing and that interest rates were so low during COVID uh, on the private sector to refinance their student loans with like capital, like, you know, these private industries because the interest rates are so low, but now they're being fucked because they have to pay it back. Like they, there's no, you can't just default unless you go into bankruptcy, right? Yeah, they're about to come and take your house. They're about to come and take your car. Like you can't just. <laughs> I'm done with it all. <laughs> come get me. That's not how it works, big dog. Yeah. But I I see both sides. Some people are mad. Some people are like, "Why should I have to pay for you to go to college?" Like that's not fair. And I see the other side where people, like Rob said earlier, like banks. And, how many times has General Motors been fucking bailed out? Like, I, I, I get it. For the first time, I, I, I see it as a, a one-time thing. I, I don't see this happening years in the future. I just don't see it happening like that. I have one more thing to say. Uh, two things. Elliot, I need you to t- pull your camera down like a tad. And... What are, what are black people going to get bailed out? When I say black people, I, I'm still talking about reparations. When is that going to happen, Joe Biden? It's way too late for reparations. You think? I, that's what I keep saying to myself as well. Way too late. Um, another happen. thing I was going to ask you guys. Do you think this was just um, Joe Biden trying to get reelected? Trying to get in the good graces of people to get reelected? I think every president has to do something in their first... In their first... um. What's it called? Term. Term. Yeah, in their first term to actually. It was something that he campaigned on, so I mean, he better have done it. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. Like, Obama passed Obamacare in his first term. Say what you want. Trump started the wall. He didn't get finished. You can join the group that's going to go finish it. I ain't touching that shit. I ain't touching that shit. I ain't got I ain't got no problem with no people of Mexico. But to answer the question, yes, thank you, Joe Biden. This is great. This is a nice relief. I will now make a conscientious effort to pay my student loan more quickly than I was before. Oh, yeah, I think I think that's the one thing I everybody should take this opportunity to, to be more on it. And to try to get it paid down. This is, I don't know, I just feel like this is the opportunity that you can only, the only one opportunity you're going to get. That's the way I feel like you're, you got to take what you can get. $20,000 off your, your like total borrowing. That's, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, take what you can get. All right, that's dope. All right, so while we're still talking about financial things, I wanted to show you guys this commercial that uh, Kendra Mar did with Cash App and get your take on it. See what's happening. Uh, I'm not actually going to show the commercial to the people, though. Hey, bro, so let me tell you what had went down. And I was two bands away from getting, bro, a whole barbershop, bro. Yeah. Oh, my mama, bro. Peanut going to call my phone talking about, I just got paid. I looked at the phone. You just got paid. 
man, where the dice at? I'm ready to shoot. We can roll. Last time I shot with him, $1,300 in my pocket. Easy. Off top. Off top. Easy. So what happened? What happened? Man, peanut is what happened. Had me hot on my mama. Hot. Seven, 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 seven. Back to back to back to back. Bro, I was mad. He was in, bro. He was all in my bag, in my pockets, in my whole duffy. I was ready to get in. Basically what he is saying, he saved up his money to get a local barbershop. He then made a friendly business wager with Peanut in hopes to secure more money for his business. But eventually losing it all with one roll of the dice. Ray, what you think? I think volatility is his problem, and I don't think he understands how to compound his talent and how to compound his money. What I mean is, if you just take big bets like that, you'll blow it all. You, can, you should invest in yourself, man. And then you learn more, and then when you learn more, you also make more money, and it compounds. You could have two barbershops, you could have ten businesses, if you know how to compound. Basically, bro, what he's saying is, slow money wins the race. You can still have a big upside, even if you don't throw all your chips in the bag. Mm. Invest in yourself, leave them dice alone. You don't need to invest in the dice. That's gonna ruin everything. Spread your money out. Let it build for yourself and work gradually, slowly. Anybody that's ever made a lot of money, they make it fast. You feel me? Feel you. Off top. Did you learn? Audience hear that, Rob? Yes. What do you guys think of that? Uh, I mean, it's good advice. I think it's it's urban. It's hip. Kids will see it. It's good to start young. This is I don't see anything wrong with it so far. Darren, um, I would not think that this was a cash app commercial. If I'm being honest with you. That's probably, and I think that's a good thing personally, because Cash App is uh, educating people, and I think a lot of people use Cash App. So if somebody's going to educate people, Cash App would be the the people that should do it essentially. Um, I'm actually glad you said that. You wouldn't think this would be a Cash App commercial. That's what I was trying to tell you guys about. I was like, it's a it's a glorified commercial because it doesn't feel like one. But like L.A. was saying, it's still hip enough to explain to the quote-unquote hood nigga financial advice. And I think that's just marvelous. It shows Kendrick as the middleman, the, the in-between, the, the middle wire, whatever you want to call it, the, the link between uh, quote-unquote white man's knowledge and you know okay uh, i like i like the symbolism i guess in there yeah yeah to pimple butterfly he said uh not a poem that you finished with tupac uh, that song with tupac you know you had the interview and then you finished at the end of it with a poem it was like um it made me want to go back to the hood and tell people what i've uh da -da -da. yeah that just this just is kind of the same thing, I guess. Because honestly, we just watched a show where somebody dies because they couldn't leave the dice alone. They couldn't stop gambling. If LA remembers, I do remember power. Yeah. It's called being in low power mode. Low power mode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, gambling is not never really a great investment compared to investing in yourself, right? Never know. Gambling say, should be just for fun. They say go big or go home, boys. Yeah, but that's where the they thing say that. You that. Where they say that at Vegas? Where they say it? in Vegas? Just wait. They wasn't in Vegas. They was <laughs> they was off of a balcony talking. But I think it was good. I enjoyed it. 
Other than good, people, uh, I wanted to show you guys. Good that. black positive. Uh, I don't know. Commercialists. I like that. Um, since we're still on the finances run, uh, let's do this one next. Uh, Darren, you want to do the introductory? Uh, I found a video where a guy makes what I would think is a good amount of money, gross income, for most other states, except he lives in California. So he's about to show how his money is essentially taken from him. This is what a salary of $1.5 million looks like after taxes in California. Gross annual income, $1.5 million. Federal income tax, $513,164. State income tax, $184,557. Social security, $9,114. Medicare, $33,450. State disability insurance, $1,602. Total taxes paid $741,886. Net income $758,114. In total, if you make $1.5 million in California, 49.5% will go towards taxes. <laughs> so what's your, LA, what's your first thought after watching this? That's just insane. It's insane. Like, how is half of my paycheck not coming home to me? And then I'm I'm supposed to pay gas. When it hit four or five dollars out here, it in here, it had to hit like ten out there. It was like That's seven, eight dollars out there, bro. That's insane. And I can't even get half my page. I can barely get half my paycheck. Oh my god, imagine if you're making 50k or 150k because you know you just got out of college, you're making 150k and bringing home 70k and rents two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars a month, four thousand dollars a month for a one bedroom, and you gotta pay two thousand dollars extra for your dog. Like, what? And then don't let the earthquake hit you, and then you gotta get some repairs around your place or some shit like that. Yes, yeah, because it's not the landlord's fault. Mm. That'd be wild. I can't live in Cali. I can't unless I had real money. No, even if I'm, it can't be. I gotta be retired. I I don't want to be making money anymore because they're gonna take up. They're gonna take my money, and I'm just, at some point I'm just gonna be like, yeah. Why am I here? They're still taking money from me. It's too much. I'd have to be. I'd have to be. Um, and on top of that, we're talking we're, since we're talking about the super rich people. Um, a lot of entertainers and actors and stuff have been getting fined for using too much water in California, um, because there's a drought right now. Hmm. Um, Kim Kardashian, Kevin Hart, Sylvester Stallone. Apparently, they have, like, water limits in California, and they've been just, like, excessively exceeding them. Well, I mean, they have mansions. Like, they can't control how much water goes through things. Would you like, not use the bathroom today? Tell my kids not to use the bathroom today? Like, if they take a shower. They're saying, they're saying instead of taking a 30-minute shower, take, like, a 10- to 15-minute shower to save water for I California. I can't live in California. I can't live without it. Water is too, too much of a needed thing. If I, if I'm, yeah, I don't know. Water is just too much of a needed thing. That's unfortunate. So yeah. So on top of all those taxes you gotta pay, you're not you, you have Gas a limit prices. of how much water you gotta use. Limit water. Yeah. Then you got earthquakes. You got people robbing random people. Yeah. L.A. is a crazy place, man. I don't want to go. Uh, I I think I'll always say this. I think California it, and places like that are just too progressive for their own good. I don't know what progressiveness really has to do with some of this stuff. Like, does it really stop the taxes, the tax situation? Yeah, because I believe. Tell me if I'm wrong. 
they're taxed more because of uh liberal agendas um liberals believe that the if you make a over a certain amount of money per year you should have more taxes taken from you i don't think where in more republican or conservative states um they don't believe the that they believe in small government and they don't want you to pay as much taxes awesome Awesome. We should Google it. Awesome. Let's just Google it. No, no, no. We're not moving on, LA. Stop, stop this. No, we I don't. said Google it. Oh, Google it. Yeah, but is or yeah, go ahead, Google it. But if I'm right, isn't it based on a percentage? If you get into this, you make this amount of money, you get taxed this amount. You get taxed, you make this much, you get taxed this amount. You start Googling it while, while I'm mean? asking you this. LA? Mm -hmm. You want to tell him what to Google? Uh, California income tax. I'm right. And the reason why it's more expensive to live out there is because more people want to live out there, but there's not a lot of places to live out there. All right. So what's our household income? I don't know, we'll put a hundred thousand. What's our location? That's fine. All right. Single? Whatever that is. So like twenty eight percent at a hundred so twenty eight percent at a hundred thousand. Let's do a million. Goes up to forty percent at a million. Oh yeah, it's basically it's how much you take home. Well, that's federal, so I don't know if that would be because of the state, right? The state's ten percent. I think the federal skyrockets. Right? Or am I reading this wrong? Sounds like you're reading it right. So that's a that's a federal level thing, not a yeah. The federal goes up twenty percent, which I mean makes sense. You're making a million dollars, like. <laughs> well, I'm right. This has nothing to do with a liberal thing in California, right, Rob? I'm not sure. Just going off of this, but it does. It's federal, is what I'm seeing. I I don't know what that means. It seems to be a federal tax thing. That seems like a big jump, though, there. Yeah, look at that shit. State goes up 3%. Federal goes up damn near double. Compared to, let's say, Texas, where there's no income tax. Federal income tax? Um, State. Well, then, I mean, still, well, it still wouldn't make a difference, right? You'd still be getting taxed. Okay, you'd be getting taxed 10% less. Yeah, that's a big difference in the long term. Right? Yeah, you, you get to save a hundred grand. That's fair. That's 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 a millionaire. Yeah, that's that's fantastic from a millionaire standpoint. But from us normal people who make under a hundred k a year, like, so what do you want me to change it to? Uh, I don't know. Do 50? yeah, seventy five sounds right. That's probably what most people in Ohio make, right? That's just the average. Yeah, I mean. It's livable until you gotta actually pay for groceries, gas. Uh, in the put in the location four three zero eight one whatever our zip code is now. This is this put is California. Zip, you want me to get a Ohio put a, calculator? Put an Ohio zip code. In. Okay. But it's it's based in California. Yeah, it gotta be in California. Yeah. Uh, I can probably find an Ohio tax calculator. Give me because it's a California income tax. Bruh, it's a website full of tax calculators. Like I guarantee you. No, I Bam! Just... Look at that! Look at that! <laughs> I switch the state, man. You gotta switch the state. Whatever. All right. So what are we doing? Seventy-five thousand still. That's fine. 
Yeah, it's, state. it's damn near the exact same thing. It no, would make no difference. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's a lot less. Put put 100k there. Just pull it up on a separate tab for California and just compare it. Yeah, you're right. It is a lot different. Like that's a lot different. It's still, it's still a state income tax that's still getting people compared to other states. But the federal, like you said, is crazy if you make that much. Um, it's a 6% difference. So maybe, maybe Rob, maybe Rob might be right. I don't know. Well, Put a million on gold. Texas Put, real quick. I still don't know if that really has to do with that, y'all. Liberal sense, that's what I would say. Like I said, I don't know, but. I think everybody wants to live out there, but it's not a place, not enough, a lot of places to live out there. So you get taxed more. I thought it's just supply and demand. That's what I thought it was. Tomorrow. I mean, I personally would, I like to live places where there's more infrastructure taxes because, you know, I like public transportation. I like public libraries. I like public schooling systems to be, you know, somewhat decent. But if they're getting it done in Texas, by all means, get it done in Texas. But honestly, most things built or made by the government usually are pretty, uh, pretty poor quality. Uh, the or, or parks are more like the libraries, say, the parks, and stuff like that. The parks, libraries. I was say, where did you grow compared to us? Because <laughs> library is nice. Like they got three D printed machines. We go to, this day. We go to with the kids. I don't know what you're that, talking about. So right? are we just talking about Westerville, or are we talking about? I mean, Westerville? that's just where I've gone. But the Columbus libraries to. aren't great. I haven't, like I said, I don't live there. I don't. I don't pay. All right, forget the libraries. What about the parks in Columbia, in Ohio in general? Ohio's beautiful park. They have decent. There's not a you, there's not a park that's bad in Ohio. I don't like in in that I've been to in Columbus area. There's not a park that's like terribly bad. They're all maintained pretty well. We have decent roads compared to some places. Not like I've been. I've been on Michigan. Michigan roads are rough. Indiana roads are rough. We got potholes. We do, definitely. But those are all like those historic roads that they yeah. like keep patching up. Yeah, it's not usually. Very rarely do you actually stop and like swerve, swerve back, swerve and keep swerving. You know what I mean? Like trying to get past the potholes. All right, so so now take those all the government built parks, then think of how many privately owned parks, parks, are there, and look at the quality difference. Well, if you'd also have to consider if you go to a private park, you're paying twenty dollars each time to go in. So yeah, they can afford to do different things. That's true, but then not everybody can go to it. Kind of defeats the point, in my opinion. I agree. But you want to be wrong. If it was privately owned, if it was privately owned, it probably would be better. I don't disagree. Mm. I just don't want to have to pay for things twice. But yeah, um... I go to a private gym because I don't want to go to a public gym where everybody can go to it. I get it. I understand the concept. My gym's in my garage, by the way. And anybody is welcome there for $300? So no. no. <laughs> unless you want to do uh, unless you want to do ab rollouts with me all day. Uh, no. Nobody wants to. Oh, it's made my stomach hurt. Ah. Why would you do that? Why would you mention that? All right done uh, calculating everybody's income and how much they got to pay the government. Yep. I'm about to tell niggas I live in Texas. <laughs> Let me borrow some money. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. <laughs> That's what they're right. going to hit you with. 
So let's talk a little bit about women. Uh, you want to watch this video or do you want to explain it first? Just watch it. Pull up a guy that makes less money, but he's very, he's a hard worker. Like he's ambitious. Yeah. Let's say he just started his own business, but he makes 45000 a year. Would you date him? He wouldn't be but able to afford my engagement ring. I'm getting an eight carat cushion cut vintage engagement ring. You make $45,000 a year. It would take what? you four years. No. Eight years to afford Wait, how much I'm, I don't know anything about rings. How much how much is that? About two hundred thousand dollars. Girl, you want a two hundred thousand dollar are you insane? My ring has to sparkle from across the street. Like you have yeah. to see that shit. It's gonna blind people. But that's so superficial. That's yeah. like so superficial. <laughs> but it's about so much more than that. It's about the fact that you can afford that, right? I go to yoga with this girl who has an eight carat diamond engagement ring. Yeah, a weed company and drives an Audi. So it's about more than just, a, it's about the fact that you can afford that. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking like, <laughs> you're going to miss out on a lot of guys because they're I'm not, telling you, no, no, but not, not in a good way, not in a good way. I'm telling you, like, if my mom asked for that from my dad, my dad would have told her to go find a new boyfriend because there's no way in hell he was going to spend $200,000 on an engagement ring. That's not even the wedding ring, right? That's just the... <laughs> To propose with? Yeah, the wedding ring, I don't believe it's supposed to be crazy expensive, but like it goes together, you band them together. That just sounds ridiculous, man. Some people believe in that fairy tale shit, bro. What are your thoughts? I think it's exactly what you just said. People believe in that fairy tale shit. I think we've been preaching to girls since they're five, six years old that all of them are princesses. And they, everybody needs a Prince Charming. So yeah. I think all these bitches think Drake's about to come swoop down from Canada and marry them. And like every nigga just has Drake money. Um, I think the same thing. I, I think you could tell me if I'm wrong on this one. But this is because this is a. I think the way men have been watching music videos all these years and watching dudes drive all these nice cars, all these bad girls and same and shit like that. I think the girls have been watching the same thing and thinks that's what money is. Men just should have a lot of money, no matter what they do. Maybe we should praise it that the girls, that some women are attracted to different things. Like some women are attracted to materialistic things like like the cars and the money. Some women are attracted to relationships. Some people are attracted to that soul bonding thing. You know, like some people, like the woman who was just on that screen, valued material things. She wanted to make sure you could provide for her and her future kids. She wanted to make sure that her family was secure. I, I don't knock what she. She didn't say. I don't knock that. I don't knock that. She didn't say it like that, but that's what she was. And she said it's not about that. It's about what you can provide. It's about how you can support me and my family. That's what she said. Nah, it sounds like she wants to. I didn't hear that. Okay. Did, did you go ahead and that? play the video. Hold play on, the video. On, she said she play wants to be able to go, basically go to yoga so she can show off her ring. No, that's, that's not what, what she, she said. said. She said that a girl at yoga has an eight carat ring. And, and she wants to be able to, to do the dude same thing. Who, she said she's engaged to a dude who owns a weed farm. It's not about just the ring. It's about what you can provide for her. It's what she said. The writing was right there. That's what video. you can afford for her. Play the video. It's crazy. You definitely said afford and not provide multiple times. I do have a lot to say about this, but we can go ahead and replay it real quick. You can fast forward. He's a guy that makes less money, but he's he's a hard worker. But it's about so much more than that. It's about the fact that you can afford that, right? I go to yoga with this girl who has an eight carat diamond engagement ring. Yeah. A weed company and drives an Audi. So it's about more than just, it's about the fact that you can afford that. Okay, well, I'm just thinking like you can afford it. Make sure that she's she can afford things that she wants. You're, you're mixing words, bro. You're what am I words. mixing? Like provide and afford is two different things. But yes, originally what you said was right. She's <laughs> uh, just she's a person that likes soup. Like she likes those things. You, you can afford it. No. She can afford it. She wants to make sure you can afford it because that's what she likes. That's her preference. What's wrong yeah, with that? The preference is that ultimately, bro, she's gonna be. She's. 
You don't know that. You don't know that at all. She goes to Yoko with a girl who got one. Maybe she's got a friend for her. You don't know that. They say birds of a feather do what, Darren? I oh, you know? don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. Don't make me do it. Do it. Never do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go put you on the big screen too. Go ahead. Don't make me do this, already. Don't make me do this. I don't want to. Go. Like, don't do like we don't. Some girl. Some girl. Right, fuck this. Let's do it. Fuck it. Let's do it. Um. He's valuing a guy on his money, right? And what he can provide, right? In yours, in your words, right? That's what she. That's what I'm seeing. I'm he seeing, wants yeah. outrageous things because two hundred dollars for an engagement outrageous. Is outrageous. That is outrageous. Out, outrageous. I'm asking you. Who? I'm asking you, LA. Is it outrageous or not? For her, no, it's not. To outrageous. you, to you, man, to you. I'm not asking yeah. for her. We can't. We can't explain for her. Well, I'm asking are we talking? You. Are we talking about her? Out of the three of us. No, stop dodging this question. I want I'm you to answer this. I want you to answer this. Is $200,000 for an engagement ring outrageous or not? And I'm not going to make someone. It, it, it's outrageous. Thank you. Thank you. He, he just, he, you answered it. It's outrageous for you. I didn't say it's outrageous. For you, I it is. If I, if right, I was with somebody. Why aren't you going to marry her? Why aren't you going to marry her? Marry who? Her. Marry this woman here? Yes. Because I don't want her. I don't know her. I have no interest in her. Eggs. I like my girl. You're avoiding the question, Ella. <laughs> you are avoiding. I'm not avoiding the question. I'm okay with it. I'm gonna move the route real quick. I'm gonna move the route. If 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 I were the dude in in the yoga class and I was making millions of dollars and whatnot, blah 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 blah, and I met her and I was rocking with her. What the fuck is two hundred thousand dollars? Here's a two hundred thousand dollar wedding ring. Let's get married. It or, makes no difference to me nah, if I were rich. If I was, if I had a million dollars, stop because you can lose a million dollars in a bad investment. The government can come and get it, COVID can happen, anything can happen. So, with that being said, you pay for a $200, $200,000 engagement ring that is that she will probably divorce you on because you can't provide for it. That's on that's on the precedence that. That would happen, yes. But when you when you go into a relationship and you're trying to get married to someone, you're not thinking about that, are you? You're thinking about you love this person. You're thinking about wanting to be with this person. Yes. If you're a multimillionaire and you can afford a two hundred no man, no man should love somebody who comes with the stipulation of it has to be this amount for this ring. It doesn't. Nobody, it doesn't. nobody should comes with that because no, you're putting the price on love at that point. That's what That's you're exactly putting what you're on. That's exactly. She doesn't. He didn't list anything else about the guy. She said he has. He can He has to be able to afford a two hundred thousand dollar ring, so she because, can keep up with the Joneses. Because there's That's a lifestyle that she wants to live, and I feel like there's not. There she okay. should be LA. That's that's great. That's great. But ultimately, people are here to get together with. People. Like this is what life is about. People get together and have children. The so if we do no, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, go ahead. With that being said, mm-hmm. if that is the premise of life, that is if that is the premise of life, people are supposed to get together and either create or survive through life together, right? Do you really think that she's gonna find this guy? How many guys can afford that ring? How I many guys make that amount of money that they would pay that much? And then and then and then I want you to throw on the fact that she just said this to the whole world. So all of them know that. That she comes she world. comes with that stipulation. So then on top of it, on top of it, where are they watching this video at? They're watching it from a mansion with their actual wife. They're watching it from a, a yacht with a trophy, a trophy wife, a model or something, a masseuse. Where they're just like, yeah, she doesn't compare it to where I'm, what I'm looking at right now. Also, do you Darren, understand what I'm saying? One more thing, Darren. I'm gonna get a little Kevin Samuels here too. How many black this men? This is crazy. You guys are crazy. Why are we crazy? Uh, Ellen, are how crazy. many black men can afford that? Put that on top of it. Then you're, then you're making like, the the pool even smaller. I'm, now she's I'm trying saying to men that she's around. I'm saying that she's a men. The men that she's around. Fuck, just black. And I want to know how we are crazy in this scenario. Yes, she wants that. We are. We're not knocking her for what she wants. 
if you can get that, go ahead. What I'm telling you is ultimately, if people are here to get together and recreate and and live life together, the stipulation of $200,000 ring should should not overtake the love standpoint of it. And that's what she's that's what she's putting on. So if the stipulation was a hundred thousand dollars, would it be different? Yes. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds that sounds Wait, do you mean different, like better? Would it be would it would it be better? Would it be Oh no, it's no different. It's no different. Yeah, it's no different. What, what if what what if it was five thousand dollars? It's still putting a price on love. It is. It's not. It's not about. You it's can, not about the price of the ring. It's that it's a stipulation to marry. That's the problem. There's a much more difference of going shopping with your girl for the engagement ring and saying she she wants this one and she just points to one and it costs ten thousand dollars and you're like, damn, that's expensive. But this is the one she wants. Opposed to no, I need a two hundred thousand dollar ring before we even go look at ring. You think your girl, when y'all going to go look at rings, don't already got her mind already playing what amount she want to spend on this ring? You think she's just not telling you? I don't know. I don't know, LA. Yeah, you think she's not telling right, you? Darren. They, they know exactly what they want. Come on, man. You think they just... But that's on, the, LA. LA, but that's not the problem. The problem is the stipulation. It's already been in their mind, like I told so, you from the beginning. LA. They were raised thinking they was princesses 90% of the time. Shit. When I was growing up, I wanted to be with a, with a princess. What the fuck? Who don't want to be with a princess? Who don't want their girl to feel like a princess, bro? When you love somebody, you will do whatever you really, whatever they want. I don't care if they told you that bitch cost two hundred thousand dollars. If you really love that woman, you really want to be with that girl. Can I say something? Can I say something? Can I say something? Facts, facts. You're right. Every man wants to make their woman feel like a princess, feel like a queen. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But that shouldn't come at the cost of making you your guy like a peasant because he can't afford it thank you now, at the same thank time thank you yeah, it shouldn't at the same time it shouldn't you're absolutely right and that's right. what and that's all of, i'm saying that's all a I'm lot saying. of relationships don't work but at the same time yeah maybe maybe what? you just gotta work you just gotta work now that just this makes me it just makes it sound sad like, like like if 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 you like if if she really liked dude and you know they really hit it off and and he couldn't afford a two hundred thousand dollar ring i'm sure she would concede to a ring that's not two hundred thousand dollars like you sure i'm i'm sure of it she really like you know this lady like like bro you know how many people are out here getting Giving girls who give them hand jobs in the back of buses Gucci purses, like what the fuck is two hundred thousand dollars? Like, there's a lot of money out here in this world, bro. People do not care. You can't say what the oh, fuck I, is two hundred thousand dollars, LA. I understand what you're saying. I there's a lot of money out here for people. I understand what you're saying. You never I'm know. Telling that man that's going to spend that to understand what you're spending it on, <laughs> and you might you're be able to find right. better. That's all I'm saying to him. And that that right there is what I don't like. What what do you mean better? Like better. somebody that doesn't come with that stipulation. That is what, crazy what, for you, bro. What 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 stipulation? They have a, a dream ring and a dream wedding in their mind, and that's what they want. LA, yeah. LA, LA. Reality average, does that. The average is. man the average man in America makes about Let's just say, let's bump it up to 50. Let's say 50K a year, right? Let's say she meets, let's just say she meets somebody who makes 80, 85 to 90 a year. Okay. It's still going to take that guy multiple years to afford that ring. Well, good thing there's 3 billion niggas. What are we here. talking about? Like, what are we talking about here? She's got no, no, got that, no. Chain. And then that statement that you just said is the worst scenario that you can tell her because there are more women than guys on the planet. All right. She's got. There, so that's no, no, that's the thing. That's the worst part about it too. There's another girl that looks better than her that doesn't say stuff like that. How do you know that? <laughs> that wants that same that? guy. That wants that same guy. How do I know that? I got a show for you to watch. That sounds like some. 
some real, real, real mental gymnastics there. Somebody who looks better and wants less and and loves more. Like, what, what, where are these qualifications coming from? It's wild. It's fine. It's wild. It's not about me. qualifications. It's the truth. It's just the facts of the matter. It's, it is what it is. I know some people who 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 will stay by your side for a meal. That don't mean they love you any more or less than that person who wants what? a ring from you. A meal and what? You broke up. A meal from you. I, I don't know. I'm just making wild. That's a less stipulation. <laughs> and they love you the same amount. They love you the same amount for a sandwich. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. This is Ultimately, wild. I have no problem with her wanting this, but that's great. To me, that's but just on the other hand, if a if a man was like, I don't want to be with no female that don't want a hundred K ring, then what? What nigga says that? I'm just saying, if a man were to say he want he want a bitch who only want the finer things in life. Okay. Who says that so shit? So what? He probably paying for it. So what? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Who cares? So, Nobody got a problem with him saying that. So, so, so the millions of girls that line up still. If a if a man says that I only date girls who have X, Y, or Z, I don't know. Let's say, I don't know. They're only five feet tall. Whatever, whatever, and only wear Gucci bags. Like that's fine. Are you buying the Gucci bags? I'm confused here. Yeah, in this scenario, you, you lose was with the. Let me let me tell you where you losing us, LA. When you go for five foot, there's no problem with somebody liking a girl with blonde hair, a guy, a girl that's five foot. There's no problem with the girls liking guys who six foot tall, six feet. But there's a tall. problem with a woman liking a man with money. No, there's no problem with that. But there's, there's no a problem, problem with the woman. Wanting a man to in- propose to her with the two hundred thousand dollar. Problem is that money, money. We're talking about money compared to physical looks. Like we're like we, that's where we can we're starting. It's a difference of being able to provide for her and her her kids, future yep. kids, opposed to live a luxurious lifestyle. Materialistic. You know what I mean? That there's two. There's a difference there. Yeah, I think this actually goes into a great Gatsby conversation. What that movie is about. I feel like if you're able to take you and your kids on vacation still, maybe once a year, maybe every three years, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're talking about you got to be... Go to Aspen twice a year. Yeah, you got to be out of the country. You got to be out of the uh, state two times out of the month. And it's got to be for two weeks. You got to have a maid. You got to have somebody cooking for you. That That's where you start getting, huh? You know what I mean? It's, that's different from, I just want to, I want to, I want to be able to live under a nice house, put clothes on my kids back, maybe go on a vacation here and then just live a nice lifestyle. I feel like that's just because we, a luxurious we, one. we grew up broke and we don't understand how rich people live. And maybe this woman understands how rich people live and she's not accepting anything. I didn't grow up broke Ooh. though. I was about to say, I didn't grow up broke either. I won't Did y'all go to Aspen twice, twice a month? No, That's, but no, my mom broken, took us on broken, vacation ri- multiple Broken times. rich. There's a very big middle ground there. Like, don't don't try to do that. Don't try to do that. Did y'all go to Aspen every year? LA, no, so man, I've never been to Aspen. Aspen every year. LA, no. We didn't go to Aspen, but my mom took me on a... When I was in fifth grade, we went on a cruise, and we went to Disneyland in the same year. She's That's trying to go... To, Every a, to a person in Columbus City Schools, I'm living I'm living life. I'm rich as fuck. To a nigga that goes to Aspen every year, oh, those are just that's just a middle class family. There's a difference. She's not trying to be just a middle class family. She wants to... And, and God a... bless her. But make sure her value is something that brings greatness to the table because he will be great bringing greatness to the table. Um I want to I want to say one more thing. I would I would love to ask her, can she afford that ring? Because if she can't afford that ring, we're having a whole different conversation. No, we're having very much the same conversation. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. She don't need to. She don't need what? She don't need she to don't afford, she don't need to afford the ring. She's going to be getting married. Jeez. I, I, I think that's crazy. <laughs> we're we're, we're <laughs> at 3 o'clock. We're, over, we're already over an hour. You guys want to wrap up? 
you lucky we got to because we can definitely like LA is just letting the LA is just arguing to argue. He knows that that two hundred thousand dollars is too much, but it's okay. To it's, it. it's just too it's much. Ridiculous. He knows he's just arguing. What what you think? What you think, Tristan Thomas? Bob, what's her name? Well, how much her ring costs? How many times Tristan Thomas cheat on that girl? Stop. But how many, how much the ring? <laughs> and Tristan Thomas also got twenty million dollars because of LeBron. Stop. It's not the same thing at all. That's what I'm saying. It's not the same because she wants a nigga who can afford it. We can't talk in those. She ain't, who, who's she dating? Chloe? She ain't we, Chloe. We can't swim in those waters, bro. We not those types of sharks. Visually, I can see that that is not Chloe. Yeah. Hey, that she don't got sense. her makeup on. She don't got her makeup on. She don't got her five thousand dollar weave in. You don't know. Do you, you, you see how serious my face just went when you said that shit? <laughs> Chloe don't look how Chloe look. Chloe, Chloe gets makeup done. She get her tracks put in. She get her lips injected too. Come on now. She she just got to get there. She just got to find a dumb basketball nigga to get pregnant for her. Now, now he got to be dumb? I can't. I can't. See, LA, all right these right stipulations. I can't. LA. Bro, what? what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yes. Yes. Please. All right. We're going to wrap up on that. Um... Thank you guys for watching another episode of the Purple Pill Podcast. This was episode 84 of the Purple Pill Podcast. Uh, we just like to thank you guys for tuning in again. Uh, make sure you leave comments down below of what you think um, about this episode. Actually, specifically, would you guys spend $200,000 on an engagement ring? Let us know down oh, in the comment section. And if you're a lady watching this, is that out, is that a normal amount to want for an engagement? How about that? Definitely. Hell Personally, I want to spend 200 k on an engagement ring for my girl because she'll definitely get robbed. <laughs> definitely get robbed. And it'd probably be me robbing her. <laughs> I need right. this shit back. <laughs> all, right, all right, we're done. All right, thank y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. <laughs> I'm following the insurance claim and selling it. <laughs> y'all niggas. Both sides. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>